This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your home life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Set. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Polly, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And all this month, we're talking about growth and renewal. I, I wander around and I see the crocuses coming up and, and the blossoms on the tree, uh, particularly in the northern hemisphere, right? We're getting there. We're getting there. But any time is a good time for growth and renewal because we are expansive people. And when we're growing and learning new things, adding in new things, we feel energized. We feel reinvigorated. So I'm talking about all things renewal this month to coincide with the launch of my newest book, You Recharged. You Recharged is about how we can re-engage in our lives so that we feel energized instead of tired all the time, so that we feel excited and interested and engaged and so that we just feel happier, right? I, I went through this period of just feeling so stuck and bored and dull. And the book is about how I worked my way back from that and how you can too. And especially helpful right now because many of us are feeling these ups and downs again with the pandemic and the changes that have been going on this last year, right? Because life is full of ups and downs, but we can learn to get unstuck so that we have the tools in place to feel better when this comes down. And that's what we're talking about all month long in celebration of the launch of You Recharged. And I'm offering a sneak peek, really. Uh, Some ideas and practices that are mentioned in detail in the book, we're talking about them here right now. You know, three years ago, I was really stuck. I was waking up early in the morning because I wasn't sleeping well, and I'd haul myself out to the corner of the couch, and I'd sit there and I'd drink coffee and count down the hours until I could go back to bed. And... I was tired of feeling tired. But more than that, my routine was just dull. I was bored. And I was sitting there thinking, is this all there is? Well, of course, that's not all there is. But in order to create the life we want to create, in order to accomplish the things we want and create meaning and purpose, I'm not even talking making a billion dollars, although I wouldn't mind that. I'm not talking about living in a fancy house or you know, reaching some kind of perfection in your marriage or your relationships. Hello, we all know that's not going to happen. But I'm talking about living a life that feels good, feels meaningful, feels purposeful. We don't have time to waste on this planet, right? We only get 90 years or 100 years if we're lucky. 
We do not have time to waste. So right now today, what we're going to talk about is one of my favorite strategies for recharging your life. And it's a practice like all my strategies and practices rooted in science. And it's about writing the narrative of your life, or in my case, rewriting it. Creating the story of the life you want to live now. And I love this topic. It's one of my favorite things to talk about because it's fun to do, but it is so empowering. We know, watch any police procedural on TV or binge watch any sitcom. We know the same story can be told in many different ways right? No story is the same. And yet often in our life, we get trapped into talking about our life the same way over and over and over. When we are telling the same life narrative, the same story of our days and our moments, we are creating the same outcome. So what we're going to talk about today is revising and redrafting those stories, right? What is a life narrative? It's our story, really, the story we tell ourselves and others about our lives. It's the things we remember and the way we remember them. It's the details we add to the story, the exaggerations and embellishments, the emotions we explain and share with others and tell ourselves. Because the stories that we tell from our experience become real when we talk about them, right? We have a moment, we take our kid to Disneyland, or we graduate from college, or get our first car, or our first boyfriend, or we get married, or we work at two jobs as a single parent, hardly able to keep up with the bills, and we have that experience, and then we process those experiences in the stories we tell about them, by what we choose to tell, the words we use, the emotion it inspires. In this way, our lives are either inspired, fired up, and ignited, by the way we tell our own story, or depleted by it. Think about it. Think about a tough moment you encountered. Maybe you went through a divorce, or somebody you loved dealt with a debilitating illness, or you raised a teenage daughter, which is where I'm at right now. How do you talk about those moments? How do you talk about the story when your child was a baby and not sleeping through the night? How do you talk about the story when you got your dream job or created your own business? What are the words you use? What is the tone of voice? Where's the energy coming from? Stories either fire up our experience or they deplete us by how we tell them, but they always stick with us. It's the stories that become part of our life, even more than the experience of it, right? The good news is you can change the way you tell your own story. So if you have a story where you're anything less than the hero, it's time to revise it. And then we can become the heroes in our own life. You know, a few years ago when I was so stuck and bored, here's the story I was telling. Oh, there's nothing I can do. Oh, I'm so tired all the time. Oh, I have rheumatoid arthritis, this sucks. These were true, but the stories I was tying around those things weren't stories of empowerment or health or energy. They were stories about how hard my life was and how there was nothing I can do. I don't believe that baloney, and you shouldn't either, because we can look at our lives through any different angle. 
And when we choose one that is empowering and uplifting, and we tell the stories of our lives from that point of view, in writing they call it a point of view, it means a character's perspective. When we become the character in our lives, and our character faces challenge with resilience and humor and strength, and that is the story we tell, that is the story of our lives. Have you ever had a really strong memory, a strong feeling about something from your childhood and you shared it with your mom or your sibling or your spouse or best friend who was there with you in that moment? And you go through this elaborate story of how you remember it. And at the end of it, they say, "Uh uh-huh, that's not the way it happened at all, right? They have their own different story about the experience that you shared. That doesn't make their experience any less true than yours, Both are true because even though we share the moments together, we experience them differently and we experience them differently again in how we tell the story of our lives. We see the world through our own filter and we assign different meanings. This is great. If the story we're telling is working for us, right? Okay, I'll tell you a story from my own life, another one. I, at the age of three, was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. And the feedback I got from others was that this was nasty. Others saw it as a challenge. I had a lot of pain, a lot of medication, a lot of doctor's appointments, all of this stuff. It can be really debilitating, and it it certainly isn't a blast. I mean, I was limited in some of the things I could do. But I never saw arthritis itself as a limitation. So while others looked at this disease as a challenge, my family treated it as a situation. It wasn't bad or good. It was just a circumstance to adapt to and work with. I also had challenges with math. I had to adapt and learn and improve at math. So as a result of viewing the arthritis as a circumstance, as a situation, even on the days when it posed unique challenges, I was able to adapt to the moment. So I could do many of the things I wanted to do and find my ways into the other. Instead of telling a story of this debilitating disease of this poor little kid who never amounted to anything, the story we told, my family as a whole, was, oh, okay, well, Polly's going to have this unique challenge, and she's going to rise to the moment, and she's going to find a way to create the life that makes her happy, that she wants to live, and we're going to support her and do everything we can to give her unique experiences so she can find a way to have a meaningful and purposeful life. And I have. I've had a blast. I've lived an engaging and interesting life. I've created my own experience based on the stories we have told about the arthritis. A few years ago, as I mentioned, I was telling a different story. I was bored and feeling low and uninspired all the time, and I began telling that story, that this was midlife, that I was in this kind of midlife malaise. Baloney, right? I caught myself. And that resulted in the book You Recharged, which you're soon going to get to read. The story I was telling then wasn't very interesting and I got bored by my own story and it wasn't moving me where I needed to go. So I needed a revise. And when we change a story we are telling, we change our lives. Fortunately, it isn't hard to change the story, but it does take some awareness and some willingness and some good humor. This can be fun and that's a practice we're going to get into 
to die. Because rewriting a new life narrative is about reframing the challenges of your life. After all, there are many ways to tell anyone's story. So let's now create the one that empowers us and aligns with where we are now in our life and who we want to be. Research shows that your identity, the way you engage in the world, is determined by the meaning you give the story you tell. So when we develop our plan to recharge and live a life filled with vitality and meaning, we are creating new stories, but we are giving new meaning to the stories we've also been living with. So here's how we do it. Start by becoming aware of the stories you tell. What stories do you talk about in your childhood? What do you say about your marriage or parenting or your jobs now and in the past? What were the challenges you faced? What are the achievements and the things you've accomplished? The hardships and setbacks and disappointment? And what were the triumphs? Okay. Take a minute and reflect on the most prevalent narrative you tell. Mine was about living with arthritis. I told that story many times about how I faced this great challenge and I've learned to adapt to overcome. Now, take a minute and think about the stories you tell in your life. There are probably many. We all have many. We tell stories about the way we feel in the morning and how we feel if something goes wrong in our day and money matters and marriage matters and child matters and job matters. What stories are you telling? Then pick one to focus on for this practice and ask yourself these questions. I like to journal about this. This I, I pull out a nice notebook of paper. I'm big into office supplies. So get something that you like writing in and pull out your notebook or your journal and a nice pen and ask yourself these questions. Is this story I'm telling about my life serving me? Do I like telling this story? Does it make me feel good? Now, you're probably getting some feeling in your body now. You're either fired up and thinking, yeah, I'm so kick-ass. I'm definitely the hero. Or you're feeling, oh, no. Every time I think about this, it makes me feel upset again and sick and tired and beaten. Okay? That's a sign, the emotion and the, and the physical sensations you're feeling in your body, that this is a story you need to rework. If it's one you're telling more often than others, it's time to redraft it, revise it a bit. And this is part of writing and this is part of living. We need to revise the stories that aren't empowering us. Okay, so pull that story back out, the one you're going to revise a little bit, and think about how those hard things have shaped your experience. Make a note of how you faced them. What worked? What did you do well? What didn't you do so well when dealing with those challenges? It's okay to have ups and downs, right? That's life. We don't all figure it out the first time. And that's okay. I don't think life is something to be figured out. I think it's something to be experienced. So make a note right in the middle of your story about how you faced these challenges. What did you learn from them? What were the benefits to having gone through this? How did you grow? Who did you meet? Have they taught you things that have helped you in your life later? Can they serve you now in the new story that you're creating today? 
There's no wrong answers here. It's your story. But what I've seen in mind is that the challenges and adversities I've faced have helped me become more compassionate, determined, resilient. Things don't blow me up like they used to. I don't stress out much anymore because I know that when I face tough times, I will find a way through. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not unhappy some of the time or hurt or scared. It means only that I know because of the story that I tell that I'm capable of getting through. Okay, That's my superpower. As you're redrafting your story, know what your superpower is. You're the hero of the story, right? The heroes always show up big at the end. They... They show up, they have these challenges, they feel bummed out, they eat ice cream straight from the container, and then they get up in the morning and they use their superpower to change their world and the lives of others, right? In the end, you will prevail because you're the hero of your own story. So what does your hero do when she or he is scared or unsettled in the middle of this challenge? Go back, redraft it. You can make the story be anything you want. I think the next story I'm telling is about how I came through this stuck time to recharge and really move into my older years healthy and excited and amped up about the things to come. That's my story, okay? So you have your story in mind, you're looking at the different details, you know what's happening, and you know what the hero is doing, how she is using her superpower, whatever that is, to beat off the bad experiences, to reframe them and tell a more positive story with only happy endings, right? Now, edit in the good stuff. Go into those challenging plot twists and write down the way you could encounter that situation again, the way the hero would do it, the way the heroine in the movies shows up. After a good cup of coffee or a stiff drink, she steps in and she owns the world, right? Write yourself in as the protagonist, the one prevailing through the challenge. Write about how you overcame it, how you got up even when you were feeling bruised and battered and you asked for help or you learned what you needed or you gave the good effort and worked hard. You nourished your body and your soul. You kept going. That's part of rewriting our story. We have all the tools we need right now to recreate a new life narrative. Write about the time you realized all this hard stuff had happened and you were still okay. You had gotten through. Write about the gratitude and the pride. How you were tired but satisfied because you found meaning in this craziness. And be bold. Put in the details that you want to see. Imagine the colors and the moments and the sounds that you didn't stop to notice along the way. Instead of the darkness of the challenge, imagine the colors. I did this once about 15 years ago. I was diagnosed with melanoma, cancer, and I needed to have surgery. And I was waiting for two weeks for those results from the results from the surgery to see if the cancer had spread. That wasn't a super fun two weeks, but I learned a lot. And what I realized, I was walking all around the neighborhood at that time just to keep the stress at bay. And the crocuses were coming up. This was in February. And they were purple. And bright yellow and they were just their noses were just peeking through the soil and I thought 
Nothing dies here, right? I'm not going to be sick. How can I be sick in a world where no matter what happens all year long, the crocuses, they still keep coming up. And I came back and I revised my life story, my story of that moment. And so even though that included some fear and some uncertainty and a lot of patience and waiting, it also included the color of the crocusness as they showed me that this was the triumph, right? The triumph was in the noticing, in my decision to rewrite the story of noticing life instead of be stuck in the darkness of the moment of waiting and worry, right? Okay. Be bold when you write your new narrative. Here are some other examples. The storyline is you want to lose weight, but you have the story playing through your family that you've got big bones and your family's always been overweight and it's going to be so hard for you to lose weight, right? That's not going to help your weight loss. You could rewrite your story that it hasn't been hard to drop the weight at all because you know what you need to do to eat nutritious meals and to get a little exercise and you're feeling really good about it and people are starting to notice that something looks different about you and you feel great. That's your story, right? That's the story. How about this storyline? How could we reframe this one? I've always had bad luck. Now layoffs are coming down at work. I'm sure I'll lose my job. There's nothing I can do. Everything always goes wrong. Is that going to help you get through the stress of potential layoffs at work? Is that going to help you find a new job if you need to? Or is that going to make you look like a person that the boss wants to keep around because of her positive attitude? Probably not. But what if you rewrite the storyline like this? I faced some big challenges in my life. This isn't the first time, but I have always found a way through. I'm resilient, I'm positive, I'm adaptable. So whatever happens, I'm capable of dealing with it. I'll be okay. Now, I'm going to work hard at work right now so they see that I'm an asset there. Right? Another way to rewrite the storyline, and we've seen a lot of people doing that this last year, is rewriting the storyline like, okay, well... This is a bummer. I didn't want to lose my job right now, but now I have the time to learn what I need to know to create my dream career. This is my time. That storyline's played out a lot during the pandemic. We see people popping up all over in social media and on video clips and yeah, this has been a tough year, but look at me, look what I've done. They have rewritten their own story. And when they started to tell a new story to themselves, those stories create behaviors and actions that lead us down the road toward that happier ending. Okay, so take a look at some of the low energy areas in your life. Maybe some of the places that don't feel as good, that you're lacking energy, just one. Maybe you aren't doing your ideal job or you aren't as fit as you'd like to be or you want to feel better. Go back. What are the stories you've been tying around that? What is the story you could be telling? When my husband was growing up, he was a really slow reader. And because he read so slowly, he couldn't keep up with the readings in classes as easily. And a few people told him this was because he wasn't very smart. Now, my husband is reading all the time these days because he changed the story that others had written for them and decided it didn't matter how fast he read or how slow he read. He liked to read and he was going to enjoy it no matter. And guess what? He's not all that slow of a reader. So just because somebody wrote the story for you and you bought into it, that doesn't mean it was ever right before.
That's why we need to rewrite the story that works for us, that drives us where we want to go, that gives us energy and vitality and engagement that helps us create meaning and purpose in our lives. And you can do that right now. Reflect on the stories you've been telling. Rewrite and redraft those stories, making yourself the hero and reframe them to include how those challenges and those life moments are your superpower today. And they will help you create a new narrative that will steer you where you want to go. I've done it. I love this. I do this for small situations and big situations. Get yourself a spiral notebook or a journal and a a gel pen. I love gel pens because they just flow right over the page. And start writing your new story now. And you can certainly hit me up on polycampbell.com and join our Facebook community at Polly Campbell Author. When we reframe and revise our life story, we create different outcomes. And these can be positive and empowering and set us in motion for the next phase of our lives. And this will help us all live well, do good, and be happy. Electric acid.